let's uh, take this opportunity right now to welcome in Coach. Coach, welcome to the show. Uh, this is Fred Smurls, in case you forget. Uh, if, you know, I know, I, I know you. You you uh, remember how he was at nose tackle, but on the radio you haven't seen him for a little while, and and uh, we appreciate you joining us. Yeah, great to be here, Fred, yeah. Steve, always. Yeah, she look great. Been, yeah, you too. Yeah. Great to be back with you, Fred. Always. Thank, Thank you. Two guys, say that to EEI. Yeah, two guys fun. lying to each other about how great they look. All right, that's good. That works out perfect. <laughs> All right. All right, coach. Everything pretty much went as planned yesterday. It seemed like a, a pretty solid all around win. What would you make of yesterday's game? Yeah, I thought our team competed really well. We got off to a good start and. Uh, Good cut, got good contributions from all three phases of the game, um, which is good. I thought our, our coverage, uh, particularly our punt coverage unit and the punter uh, did an excellent job keeping the ball away from Roberts. And um, Offensively, we were able to score some points. Defensively, got some turnovers, made a couple fourth down stops and, you know, held them to three, which is, uh, you know, usually enough to win in this league. So uh, overall, it wasn't perfect. There's certainly some things we could have. Um, done better and, and executed better and coached better, but overall, it's always good to beat the Jets and um, good to be be out of this first round of the playoffs. It's great to beat the Jets, Bill. Okay, Fred, <laughs> I'll, I'll go with that. You know, I, I've been keeping an eye on Jackson. He's evolved into a much better defensive back, a free agent, right, rookie to play at that level. How, in your estimation, how much has he improved since the beginning of the season? Yeah, JC works hard and uh, he gets he's out there every day and he competes every day and. Um, you know, like any rookie, he makes some mistakes, but he learns from them and, and he improves and gets better. And so uh, he's got a lot of good football in front of him, uh, but he's made a lot of big plays for us and it's given us a, a high level of consistency. I thought our corners covered well yesterday as they, they've competed well all year. And uh, Jason, John Jones, um, Keon, and, and of course the safeties who are in lock coverage for us a lot too, uh, Devin and, and Pat Chung. So those guys uh, – are in a lot of coverage situations, and, and they've held up pretty well. That's turned out to be one of the strong points of the defense. You know, the coverage is much better, and it grew better and better, and the tackling's been better. Well, the, again, those guys work really hard at it. And, and uh, you know, when you play a decent amount of man-to-man like we do, we get a lot of pick routes and, and routes that uh, try to knock one guy off to free somebody else up. So uh, their ability to communicate and, and uh, play two-on-two, three-on-three, three-on-twos, four-on-threes, uh, and get those uh, combinations executed properly has been key too. So it's been good teamwork, not just you know individual one-on-one single coverage. Oh, there's plenty of that too. Another guy, the young guy that stepped up and made a big play was Rivers. Came up with his, I think it was his first career sack. Uh, what was interesting about it was uh, how much his teammates uh, were around him and congratulating him, felt good about him. Uh, uh, it was nice to see him uh, uh, do something out there too. Oh, sure it was. Nobody works harder than uh, than uh, Rivers. Uh, Derek's in there, first guy in, uh, one of the last guys to leave every day, and, and he's always working on his uh, individual craft and skills and preparation. And um, He gives us a great look in practice. He makes our, our offensive tackles work hard, uh, and we've seen some good pass rushing ends this year, but he, he makes them work every day in practice, and he's ready to go. He had an opportunity, stepped in, and, and thought uh, not just on that play, but you know he played a, a bunch of plays for us and did a solid job, so that um, was, was nice to see. Is that is – that- Something you look at before you bring guys in, their, their, of course, their work ethic and, and how, how hard they're willing to work and how important football is to them. Are those all things that you use in your evaluation of these young guys? Yeah, definitely. Uh, that, those are all positives. So, uh, you know, if a player likes football and he, and he wants to work hard and uh, he's intelligent and can pick up uh, coaching points and, and uh, things that will make him better, uh, then he's going to improve. And uh, certainly Rivers is all those. Um, 
he's a very hardworking kid that loves football. Uh, that's smart, that can process things well and, and make adjustments and make improvements. So. You know what's funny, Bill, is everyone talks about the AFC East as being tomato cans, right? And they no good. The Patriots have it easy. But when you win, you get the lowest pick, correct? Right. These, t- these other teams have top picks. You're getting 32nd pick, the 30th, 29th, down the stretch. And it's very important to evaluate somebody. You said once you know, um, how important football needs to be to somebody, intelligence, not just the best athlete. How do you keep it going when you get the lowest pick and the tomato cans are getting all the highest picks and you could still end up on top? What's the secret in your evaluating yeah. players? A lot of times you make, make trades and bring other players in, vet, veterans, because you can evaluate them easier. But what is it that makes this tra- train just keep rolling along with player after year after year after year? Yeah, well, as you know, Fred, each year is a different year uh, and each challenges are, each set of challenges are different, but uh, you know, in the end, we have a lot of good football players, and they go out and play well, and that's uh, that's why we do well. Um, you certainly don't want me out there playing. Uh, we don't have to worry about that. You used that. to be so, a pretty good center, though, correct? No, not really. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> Leg whipping days. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but so the, the guys that we have are, are good players. They go out there, and wherever they – whether they're free agents, draft choices, trades, um, uh, whatever, whatever, however they're here um, – they go out and they play consistently and they play well and, and they do it over a sustained period of time. And uh, The games that we've won, that's why we've won them. But it's interesting because you don't always have the best players, but you have the best players that play together. And how do you, After years, even with all the success, you still have a team. And you see these times start fragmented sometimes when someone gets bigger. How, how do you ch- choose a guy that's going to buy, buy what you're selling? Because it seems like everyone's saying the Patriot way. You ask the questions, and everyone plays together. It's more important the whole than the than the individual, and that's a that's a tough trait to f- find these days. Well, fortunately, uh, our guys are we have a very unselfish team. They come in and they they really uh, work hard for each other, uh, make sacrifices so that other guys can be successful. And um, you know, I, I think you you know you see that uh, oh, yeah. time and again. Um, with guys, you know, making plays, uh, as Steve alluded to, when when Derek made the play, and, and all the guys coming to to congratulate him and things like that. So, um, you know, just a lot of guys that have a strong commitment together, and and uh, they they are gratified for the team success, not individual accolades. And um, that's that's what you want as a coach is everybody pulling together, as you said. And I think we have a good element of that on our team. We got another bye week, yet another uh, bye week. Uh, is there a certain bye week philosophy or is it uh based on the team that you have uh, that year yeah i think the team that you have uh is part of it i think the the teams that you may be playing could be part of it and just the overall situation that your team is in at this particular point in time so uh in the end we have um obviously a lot of things we could work on a lot of things we could do uh we'll try to pick out the ones that we feel will be most impactful or or most likely to uh, occur so that we can get the most benefit from them and, and work on those, um, whether it be a team, a technique, a fundamental, uh, a scheme, whatever it happens to be, and try to try to do the best we can with the time we have until we know who we're playing. Is there, man- no- is there mandatory time you got to give them off like there was during the bye week? Uh, no, it's not as structured as the bye week. But, um, again, at this point in the season, uh, you know, I think rest is an important component of – uh, having a little bit extra time. So if we can um, utilize that, then I think our practices and our, our games will be more productive going forward if we can just get a little more, maybe get a little more gas in the tank. Uh, you, you've had uh, uh, so many teams in this position. Is there 
is there a unique feel about this team, whether it's uh, uh, the issues that you might have to address or the opportunities that this team presents? Uh, uh, how does it – I know teams are different every year, but how is this team unique to some of your other teams? Well, I think that's what's going to be answered in the coming weeks, Steve. I mean, mm-hmm. that's really um, – our season's in front of us, not behind us. So whatever it is, it, it is. Whatever it was, it was. Uh, it's about what's going to happen here going forward, and that's what we need to do. We need to make the most of – these opportunities and we need to be ready to play our best football um a week from sunday at one o'clock that's we're going to be playing a good team and we're going to have to play our best game of the year to beat them we know that doesn't matter who it is Mm. uh you don't play at this time of year if you're not a good football team so um that's what it'll be and that's where we need to be so we'll do all we can to get there then we'll see what what the story is on this year's team one question i was going to ask earlier but steve jumped in of course (laughs) (laughs) Buffalo came out and just went at it. was packed in trying to come up pressure on Tom, right? They're playing one gap, and you guys spread the the, uh, the space out between the guards and tackles and open it up to come inside. You did a lot of wham blocks and a couple traps in there, and Buffalo never got out of it. You were killing them. And then you come out and play the Jets, and they decided to play the c- complete opposite to stop the run and gave you some pass. Is that confuse you at all when it started out? It's such a well, contrast. Yeah. Well, the Jets uh, definitely uh, changed their game plan from the first time we played them. And uh, as usual, I think uh, Josh and the offensive staff uh, did an excellent job of game planning for the game, but also adjusting within the game when we saw how it was going to declare. And uh, we got a lot of um, uh, certainly a heavy box in the running game, plus Adams was in there. So um, they pretty much had us outnumbered uh, in the running game, um, kind of, you know, however we set it up. Uh, we were still able to, you know, I think run the ball competitively, but um, there were some difficult blocking angles and uh, difficult plays to run. Uh, but it gave us some opportunities in, in the passing game. Certainly it gave our back some opportunities in the red area with James's touchdown and uh, with Rex's touchdown. Uh, there was some single coverage there. You know, Tom made great throws. Those guys made good runs or good routes in, in Rex's case. So, um, again, it's really not important how we – how we do it, what's important is that we move the ball and score points. And if we're doing that, then the offense is, is working well. Because we're talking about everyone wants, uh, you know, balance. And if you can't be balanced, if they take one thing away, the big thing is, this, is if you're versatile, you can change on the run. It's not going in the locker room at halftime. You guys change on the sidelines. So when you have a team that's versatile, can change from run to pass to inside to outside, that's what's key about taking advantage of these defenses. That that's to me what the National Football League is. If you can only do one thing, um, every team is good enough to stop it. They're going to have enough players. They have enough coaches. They they can stop it. You better be able to do something other than just one thing all the time. And and because uh, you can only be so good at it, just based on the system, the draft choices, the free agency, and all that. I mean, everybody's got good players. Everybody's got good coaches. So you got to be ready to, uh, as you said, do things. Be able to move. You know, move in different directions where you have advantages and feel like you can gain matchups. How do you feel about the healthier team going into the playoffs compared to other years? Uh, well, I don't know about other years, but I think right now we're you know we're in pretty good shape. Um, you know, we we have uh, you know obviously the rookies that went on IR early in the year, but uh, overall um, we've had a small injury report. Um, mm-hmm. Patterson wasn't able to play uh, against the Jets, but uh, hopefully. Um, Hopefully we'll be able to get him back. And, um, you know, I think our overall continuity the last few weeks of uh, not only the injury report for games, but just being able to practice consecutively uh, with players that are going to play in the game gives you better time and execution and help us uh, us that way. So, um, you know, 
we'll see. But so far, I think we're you know I think we'll have a full full group out there this week to practice. One of the questions that a lot of the whiny reporters talk about was <laughs> your nemesis, whiny <laughs> reporters. Why does Bill keep Tom out there? They're up by ten points. He should take him out. At the end of a game like this, and you had a two week, you know, you had two week off. Is it important to, to get some practice in? It's like you, you threw the ball at the end of the game, trying to get some pr- full speed practice in to get some timing down. Do you ever do that? Think of that when you're doing that, because it looks like you're out there trying to get some rhythm with some of the guys didn't play as much while you have a chance at the end of the game, especially with the two weeks off. Uh, right. Well, again, uh, back to your point, uh, Fred, if sometimes it's hard to run the ball in those situations at the end of the game. They just right. put everybody up there, um, and you really don't have a chance to run or you're just outnumbered with whatever play you called. Then, um, you know, then sometimes you, you feel it's advantageous just to be able to move the ball through the air, and that's, um, again, with a little bit of risk, but at the same time, Sometimes that's really the opportunity that they're giving you. Not that you're trying to, you know, pile on the points or anything, but you're just you're trying to move the ball and, and possess it. Why kill your running back? Right, when there's nine guys standing there waiting to hit you. One hundred percent. Yeah, you just give the go ball over back the to bridge him. and don't go through the wall. How do you feel about your uh, offensive line play this year and going into the playoffs? Well, again, that group has been pretty, pretty consistent. Uh, we've only had a you know games missed really in the whole group, of, uh, and that's been. Obviously, great. You're always hoping for that. Um, you know, always room for improvement. But I mean, overall, I think those guys have had a solid year. We haven't had much pressure on the quarterback, and our running game's been um, fairly productive. And, you know, that's also part of that's the receivers and the tight ends, and uh, Devlin a fullback. And you know, I mean, it's more than you know just the offensive line blocking. But uh, collectively, our our offense has been um, and the offensive line has done a, done a good job. And, they're well coached. Dante does a great job with that group, and you know I think they played productively. But it certainly helps to have um, to have the same guys in there the majority of the time. Bill, when when Trent Brown uh, gets out to run on, in front of a on a play, it looks like it's a condominium unit running. This guy's just huge, and he has good feet for a guy that size. I mean, what a what a pickup it was to have him come in. You know, from when uh, lost soldier, but he runs well for three hundred and eighty pounds. Those those are uh, those defensive. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he blocks out the line. Yeah. yeah, there's no corner that wants to see him coming. He's big, he's athletic, and he's long. I mean, he's he's got long arms. He's a hard guy to get around. And, you know, he's done an excellent job forcing the running game. His, his run blocking has been um, a real strength for, for him and for us this year. Movement on double team blocks and just being able to get movement on the line of scrimmage in general. He's a, he's a big physical player. Uh one of the uh, one of your defensive players that's rated highly in all the whatever ranking service has is Stephon Gilmore. Uh, are you finding that teams are avoiding him? Are they still is uh, uh, has, has he gotten that kind of respect yet from uh, from other offensive coordinators? Uh, well, well, certainly he has some opportunities to uh, where the ball's thrown into his area, but I, I can't imagine the teams are coming into the game saying, uh, you know, let's target Gilmore, right. you know. 15 or 20 times here. This is a guy we really want to go after. I don't think that's what's happening at all. Uh, but, you know, like any other offense, if uh, the coverage read takes you to a certain player uh, based on um, what what defense we're playing and what the routes are, then uh, there are certainly times where, where his guy's involved in the play. And there were several of those yesterday. But I, I really don't think they're coming in trying to, um, you know, target him on a high number of mm-hmm. patterns. Um, you know, maybe a couple things they think they can – uh, that'll work, or again, maybe if the play takes him to a certain point there. But I don't, I don't think he's a guy that's 
you know, got a big bullseye on his chest. Right. How about the quarterback for the Jets, the young kid? Seems to have a pretty good arm, made some unbelievable passes, but kept him in the pocket pretty much. But he still has a come a long way as a rookie. Yeah, well, he's a big kid, a big, strong kid that uh, obviously can run. He got away from us there one time, but um, he can get the ball down the field and outside the numbers. Uh, he can he can make all the throws and uh, certainly has a good future ahead of him. So uh, we saw two good young quarterbacks the last two weeks with uh, Allen and, and Darnold, and uh, we've probably seen those guys for a long time. A couple of got Jackson in the playoffs, and you got, of course, Mahomes that can run. The big thing with these guys is, you got to keep them in the pocket, and it seems like that's based on what your philosophy is: contain them. Don't you know run upfield and let them get outside. You contain them and make them throw inside the pocket. Well, it's it's so easy for uh, guys that are as fast as uh, Allen or, or some of the other guys you mentioned. But even Darnold, um, if there's nobody there, I mean anybody can run for twenty or thirty yards um, if they have any kind of speed at all, and these guys have it. So and we never want to let that happen. Um, you know, if they make a good throw and they make a good catch, and I mean that's one thing, but just to let them, you know, jog for for twenty or twenty five yards is uh, really that's, well, that's Tom, not what we even want. Even Tom's to run for a thousand, right? <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> yeah, he fell forward three uh, three hundred times for a thousand two yards. yards of carry, though, right? <laughs> exactly right. Uh, what do you? Uh, this is a problem you've dealt with uh, uh, forever, but uh, uh, again, at uh, this time of year. Uh, your coaching staff is is looked at for uh, for possible head coaches. We've heard, of course, uh, McDaniel's, maybe even a little bit of Flores. Uh, how do you approach that, and how and how do your coaches approach that? Uh, well, we follow the NFL rules, and mm-hmm. and um, it, it, so it is what it is. Um, you know, since we're on the bye week, then there are certain things that uh, certain procedures that uh, teams are permitted to follow. We comply with those procedures, and and. Uh, then it's really up to the teams and and the other coaches and so forth to uh, uh, take it from there. So well, uh, it's pretty well structured right. with, with the league rules and the way it's set up. So uh, it really um, what can be done usually is done, and what can't be done then can't be done, and that's that's the end of it. What kind of breakdown do you do when you have a, a couple option of a couple people, a couple teams that can come in there right now? <clears throat> You know, when did you break down? How do you? Yeah, do you well, uh, yeah, right. It, it's it's the only time of the season where this could happen. Yeah. Uh, we we could be playing one of three teams next, and that's never the case. You always know who your next opponent is. So, uh, again, it'll be a combination of looking at those opponents, but also doing what we need to do, regardless of who we play, that can make us a better team. Whether that's individual fundamentals or whether it's you know a scheme play that has application against multiple uh, defenses or offenses, as it may be. So uh, it's a combination of all those things. But we'll, we'll certainly look at our three potential opponents. And, um, you know, if there's an area that we could get a, a slight jump on, we, we would try to do that. Uh, if not, then, you know, we'll have enough time to prepare for whoever it is that, that we get. It's always amazing, and I didn't, I didn't actually realize it until I got to the, uh, to the Giants, how guys, after a rough, uh, hard-hitting season, they amp it up for the playoffs. Is, is that something that – the team just assumes and the other players uh, will convey to uh, rookies or new players on the team that might not have the kind of playoff experience that a lot of you guys have? Is, is the message from the coaching staff or is it from the, from the teammates? I think it's from everybody. I think we're, we're all dependent on what everybody else does, and I think this is a time of year where we all need to coach and play our very best. Uh, it'll, take our best uh, I think it'll take our best game of the year to, to win next week. And that's what we all need to be ready to give and produce. So, um, 
you know, that's pressure, but that's what that's we're in the, we're in the NFL playoffs now. So that that's what it's going to take. That's what we need to do, and um, we're all going to need to get to that point. Have you run into a number? Have you, excuse me, Fred. Sorry. Have you run into uh, players throughout your career that you just know uh, actually look forward to that pressure and and not just thrive on it, but but uh, love the anticipation of that pressure? Well, absolutely. I think that's what you really you play yeah. and coach for is you you go through all the off season, the training camp, the sixteen game regular season schedule uh, to get to be one of the final however many teams it is now. Um, so that's. You know that that's what it's going to come down to—the final twelve or final eight, however it goes—and that's um, you know, it's all that work to get to this point. So now you're at this point; you want to sink everything you have into it. And um, I think that's that's my mentality. I think that's the rest of our coaching staff and team's mentality. And um, you know, that's really what you want to do. And let's face it—you only have so many opportunities to do that. Uh, you're not guaranteed anything, so you want to try to take advantage of everyone you have. What a balancing act it must be, you know, because you want to prepare as much as you can for everything you can do. You want to get the plays in, but you also want to rest the guys. You don't want to be yeah. mentally fatigued at this point. Think about it, you guys have played more games probably than any other team in football because you're always in the playoffs. So you could easily burn them out if you overdo it. Yeah, six seasons is really seven seasons for yeah. us. So, um, but, you know, that's, again, that's a good thing. Good. Uh, and having a short off season, uh, the shorter the better. So that that's a good thing too. So we'll just... Again, as you said, Fred, take the utilize the time the best we can. That'll be a combination of rest, a combination of fundamentals, a combination of uh, scheme, and a combination of uh, film study and and uh, self scouting that type of thing to uh, try to put ourselves in the best position we can. To, how many how many, can, how many practices can you hit now on these two weeks? Remember, they limit what thirteen times a year. Right, so we're back to a regular regular schedule now, so we can practice in pads. Geez, the old days, we had three practices a day for... Well, no, we can't do that, but yeah. My arms fell off. <laughs> I hated it then. Oh. All right, Coach, we, uh, we're going to wrap things up with our Mercedes-Benz Drive of the Week question. Our Drive of the Week was brought... Is, oops, sorry, wrong one. Uh, when, when you're looking at a situation, you've been in this situation any number of times, when you delegate the, the scouting and the, and the breakdown of, of the teams uh, that you may, may or may not may play... Is it based on who you might think or, or have a, a, a probably a better chance to play, or do you just break it down equally amongst the teams? And factoring in, of course, the uh, the idea that you that you've played some of these teams too. Uh, right. So yeah, really all of the above. Um, our, our scouting department goes through every team, so we know every player on every team. Yep. So that's um, I wouldn't say easy, but that's uh, fairly readily available. So. All the three potential opponents were were fully um, up to date on their personnel, who's playing, what their situation is, how much they're playing, what their you know strengths and weaknesses are, and so forth. Um, the scheme part of it, um, again, there are teams that we know that we're um, familiar with, Houston, uh, and then teams that we're not as familiar with. Uh, certainly, you know, Baltimore and, and the Chargers fall into that category. So uh, we would need to. You know, add on to what we have from Houston from earlier in the year, which is quite a bit because we didn't play them for. You know, it's been quite a while since we played them. Uh, how much can you take out of that first game of the season? Well, we'll the see how much they've changed. changed. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll look at it and see how much they've changed. It might be a continuation. And certainly, there'll be some new things. No question about that. But um, there'll be some things that are. You know, Hopkins is going to be Hopkins, and um, you know, Watson's Watson, and I mean, there's some other things that are going to be uh, you know constants, and and I'm sure. You know, same is true for us. But 
teams like Baltimore and, and the Chargers are, um, you know, we played Chargers last year, but uh, it'll be, you know, there's certainly a lot of differences. So we have some we have some work to do there. There's no doubt. Part of our staff will be working on that. Um, all other parts of our staff will be working on uh, things that are more, let's call it self-scouting and uh, more just fundamental to us. Doesn't matter who we play. All right, our question or drive of the what week. It says here. What who was the Mercedes question you asked? That was it. I just asked it. Pay attention. Keep up, son. You like Ordway right? today? Keep up, son. Bill, you right? like working with us, and we let you talk instead of Ordway talking over you all the time. <laughs> huh? uh, um, it, I can't get involved. In no, <laughs> no. Ah, he's, he's, very, a, he's actually a talkaholic. Very, very treatment. Very diplomatic, coach. We appreciate your time. Uh, good luck. Good luck with the playoffs, and, and and all the best to you and your family over the holidays. And. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, appreciate it, Steve. Fred, happy New Year! Nice seeing you again. Always good to always good to be on with you. Oh so, wait a minute, hold good. on. Wait, I just got a text from Pete Shepard. Wanted me to make sure he says nice. hi to you. He misses you and and loves you dearly. Miss Pete too. Yeah, <laughs> so, miss Pete too. Great. Well, we appreciate it, Coach. Thank All you right. very much. Thanks, thanks a lot. Okay. All right, bro. We thanks, Coach. We appreciate it. All right, we will. Be back after this. You can reach us at 617-779-7937. Talk about whatever you want to talk. This is a big, uh, big time for the Patriots, and we're looking forward to the whole playoffs. We'll be back after this.